is up, everybody? Welcome back to episode six of Demi Dad's Saturday Sit Down. Um, welcome, everybody. Uh, if you are new um, or you've watched the last few episodes, there's something different about this episode, and that is that this episode is um, audio only. And unfortunately, that's how it's going to be for the next few weeks uh, at a minimum because there's a lot of changes going on in my life. Uh, my wife and I are moving. Um, we're going to be moving into a bigger home. Right now, we're in a one-bedroom apartment. So we're going to be moving into a home uh, so that we have more space. And I am down a vehicle. My car, uh, no, not not my car, my wife's car kind of took a poop and is no longer working. So we're down to one car, meaning getting me to the studio has become a little bit more difficult. Um, and I don't want you guys to see our bedroom because it's not always the cleanest. So we're going to go, oh, and... I'm working out um, some stuff with the company I go through to get this podcast on all of the platforms that it is on um, because we're trying to figure out a way that the YouTube videos can be counted into the downloads because uh, in order for me to be able to get sponsors and, and move um, and be able to get my podcast out to more platforms and things like that, um, there is certain milestones that I have to hit and so the YouTube videos weren't generating downloads um, that were going into the analytics. And uh, anyway, all this all this behind-the-scenes stuff. But um, So anyway, so if you're watching this on YouTube and you just see the picture of me, my face in that uh, purple tank top, then it should be, down, it should be uh, counting as downloads towards my analytics. And we're trying to work it out to where that I can l- do a separate video for... Um, that will go towards the analytics, but right now we're just going to do this because with all the changes and everything, which is, this is just easier, but we're going to get to the point and it might even get to the point where I just have to release both and you can choose which one you want to watch. Um, anyway, last week we talked about some hot topics that people wanted to have brought up on the podcast, such as like, um, things like not being afraid to get your kids on medicine or getting help yourself or, and how, um, just overdone the whole the the whole situation is where you know if coming from a faith based background someone you know you know or someone that you look up to spiritually will just say hey i'm praying for you or you need to pray harder to get over your stuff and that's you know that's that i mean that's nice uh, i get i mean not not saying that you need to pray harder but it's nice when people say they'll pray for you you know and you just have to kind of trust that they do and you you're going to know that person better than than I know that person so if if you know it's it's always great to have prayers and it's always great to have people behind you but it's it's almost like a cop out of you need to pray better you need to read your bible more you need to align your your disciplines with with Jesus a little bit more and you know to an extent that's some that's some, sometimes true like i said in my in in my experience sometimes I need to realign myself with the disciplines of, you know, meditation or, or getting in my devotions or reading my Bible or praying or things like that. I mean, that's, that's going to make my, my overall life better. And I know that. Um, but to say that that's the reason that I'm experiencing anxiety or depression is just, is just poopy. It's not true. Um, but before we go on, go on, shout out to everybody who has reached out to me and said that they're, they're on meds and they're proud. 
I've had a few people, you know, like, um, who are close to me are like, Hey, thanks for your podcast. I'm, I had to overcome being afraid of or being ashamed of getting help years ago. And, you know, and I've always kind of dealt with it. And so now I'm saying, Hey, I'm on meds and I'm proud because it makes me who I am. So, so, so shout out to everybody, you know, um, shout out to all my Wellbutrin, <laughs> my Wellbutrin people, um, my Cymbalta, my Zoloft people, Bupropion, Lexapro, um, all the other people who are on anything else. I mean, I've even, I've even done like when I'm having little panic attacks or, or mild anxiety, I will turn to essential oils. And now I'm not a big believer of essential oils, but I do know that the one Ylang Ylang from uh, doTERRA, mm, I love that one. It just makes me feel good. I mean, I'm not a big fan of the smell, but it's not a bad smell. But I, it just makes me feel good. So I, I like that. You know, if if I, um, if, if I, there's been times in my life where I've been trying to get off medicine because I, I don't like the way it makes me feel, and I'm trying to allow myself to experience my emotions or or work with my doctor to find a medicine that works a little bit better. If I'm having mild things or even you know sometimes um, big things that I'm dealing with. I'll go to essential oils. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Even, even the foods you eat can affect, you know, anxiety and depression. There's so much going on. There's so much crud that we're eating that, that is just, it's killing us uh, in in more ways than one. Um, but uh, so with those things we talked about last week, there was one that I left out, and simply because. Um, I wasn't able to pull it up on my computer because I had my computer. I was running the camera, running the the audio recording, um, and just getting back and forth between platforms to to read um, was was difficult because then I would lose access to one thing, and then I didn't want to, have to stop the camera. So uh, anyway, so now that we're audio only, it's a little bit easier. Cause I've got like my phone, I've got like three computers in front of me and I've just got the one record, you know, we're good. Uh, anyway, so I'm just going to go ahead and read this. Um, this is, uh, some of this is, I have not had a personal experience with, but some of it I have, uh, responding to your Facebook post, um, about your podcast. Um, I have personal experience with church and depression and anxiety, um, and PTSD. The church needs to encourage people to help to get help from professionals. Praying does not always help because you need guidance from someone who can help teach you about your body and mind and how they are connecting. Along with processing trauma, I was always just told um, I need to forgive. But when you go through extreme trauma, like I did, this person, you have to process it with a professional. Otherwise, it leads to problems with depression and PTSD. Also learned a lot with... um, getting a master's in clinical mental health counseling. So this person, if, if um, in the future, I would love to have them on the podcast um, if they're okay not being anonymous. But so, yeah, I, I love that. I, 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 I uh, totally agree. I think the church does need to encourage people to get help. And, and guys, this whole thing, 
with breaking down the stigma of not talking about our mental health and not talking about issues we have, we are winning. Every single week I'm seeing more and more people um, like, you know, well-known YouTubers or people who are in the spotlight, you know, even, even Justin Bieber, you know, he's opened up about his issues and, uh, there's a new Britney Spears documentary. I haven't watched it, but I know like, you know, like we we may have given her a bad rap, you know, back when, in what was it? Oh, seven when she was going through her stuff. Like this stuff is so much deeper and people just have to hide it. Well, there's no hiding anymore because people are coming, coming, um, out of the woodwork and we're realizing that we are not as different as we think we are. Um, but yeah, so I, I watched the YouTuber that I watch. Um, I'll just shout him out. Goody beats. He's like a fitness YouTuber, um, and a keto guy. And he, he's this super duper positive, positive person. It's almost like annoyingly positive sometimes, but he came out, um, in a video and just laid out his, his issues and his struggles and his, and how, you know, he feels like he just has to be happy all the time. And he's never really felt like that before. Like, like we're winning the stigma that we can't talk about having issues is it's breaking down. And I'm so excited. I'm so excited. So yeah, I think the church really does need to, does need to talk about, um, or not talk about really needs to support people getting help and helping, um, helping them find professional help because it, I mean, isn't that what the church is there for? The church is to help people and, um, grow them towards the Lord. And if there is depression and anxiety that is making a person not be themselves, then it, it affects every other aspect of their life. So, so thank you to this person. Um, I've never, I've never had any experience with PTSD. Uh, one of my best friends was in the Marines and, and I know that he's had a lot of stuff with, um, anxiety and depression and PTSD and just full brain issues because of it. And, uh, he's, he's going to be on the podcast in the future, um, for sure. And you're not going to want to miss that cause it's going to get crazy. He's a very intense guy. So that'll be fun. But, um, yeah, church, the church needs to step up in a way. And, um, you know, I'm challenging them because, because I've, I've experienced that in the past where I've, I've had issues and I've had struggles. And instead of, and and when bringing them to the church, instead of being encouraged and being loved, you know, I felt ostracized and, and shut out. So, um, so yeah, so that's, that's definitely important. Um, I'm going to check my time real quick. I don't know how long. How long this is? All right, eleven minutes. I'm gonna try and keep this keep this short. <sighs> so today we're gonna talk about fears, and I have a lot of fears. A lot of fears with the change, things like that come up. Um, like I said, we're moving to a house that is almost double what we're paying now. So that's fun. This market in Boise right now is ridiculous. Where, you know. Houses that were going for 180 to 230, you know, 230,000 are now going for 450 to five, which is just ridiculous. 
Um, yeah, and so rent prices have hiked, um, but we need the space. So, so we're, so we're moving, um, you know, finances, we're working that out. It's going to, it's going to work. Uh, we're paying off about like $10,000 worth of debt in this next coming week. So that's very exciting. Um, but a lot of change and a lot of fear and some, just some of my fears. Like I'm, I never was afraid to die. Uh, yeah, that coming off hot. I was never afraid to die when I was younger, but recently I, that's been like the number one fear in my mind of just like going to sleep at night and not waking up. Like, I think I mentioned this on one of the very first episodes, but just like going to sleep and then waking and not waking up. And I think the reason that this is, this is, uh, more of a fear now is because, uh, my wife is like seven, eight months pregnant. My son is, you know, going to be three in May and just me growing up without a dad and the trauma from that of just one day him being here, then the next day him, you know, having a heart attack and then no longer being here, just the trauma from that. Like I do not want that for my kids and I do not want that for Jordan. And so just, just trying to deal with that and juggle that. And and I'm obviously sometimes it's, it's kind of a fear that is not rational, but it is because you never know when, when we're going to go. I mean, I could walk out in the street and just get hit by a bus or like I said, go to sleep and not wake up or be in a fire. And you know, these things just freaking terrify me. Um, I, and, and I don't want to live a life that, that, um, that comes from fear. You know, I, I want to live a life that comes from hope, you know, the hope that Jesus, Jesus has brought us and the hope that, um, we see when, when we experience love or we show, you know, someone shows kindness, like it just gives us hope for humanity and hope for the world. And so I want to, be that light and, and, and be that for someone. And if I'm constantly thinking about fear and how it's, um, paralyzing me, then I'm not doing my job as, as a person on this earth. I'm not doing what I'm called to do. Um, Isaiah 41 10 in the Bible says, so do not fear for I am with you. Do not be dismayed for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous hand. I think I'm going to write a book. I think I'm going to write a book about anxiety and depression. Like I said, I'm not a, I'm not a health professional, but I'm just a dude who's experienced a lot of lows and a lot of highs and a lot of in-betweens. Um, so, <laughs> um, but yeah, so, so we're going to talk about things that I've done to overcome some of my fears. I mean, some of them are rational. I'm a, a fear of heights, a fear of, um, you know, like I said, death, fear of butterflies, which is really stupid. Cause I mean, I, I mean, I'm not kidding. I am. T- I hate butterflies. I mean, from the distance they're fine, but if, if they get close to me, I, mm, nope, mm, I'm out of there. We went to, um, after my son Roman was born, stillborn, um, we went to the butterfly exhibit at the Boise zoo 
because Butterfly kind of was his his animal and his representation, you know, just, you know, the hospital had a butterfly room. And so when we think of butterflies, we, we or when we see butterflies, we think of Roman. Um, but we went to the butterfly exhibit and man, I almost couldn't take it. I, I think I might have walked out um, halfway through. I could not handle it. Basically, they just put you in a cage and <laughs> they put you in a cage where there's uh, a half a million butterflies flying all around you, landing on you. You have to watch where you step because they're you're gonna step on them. You know they're like there's one that landed on my hand and crawled in between my fingers, and I was like, I can't move my hand or else I'm gonna crush it, um, and I can't flail like I wanted to because I was freaking terrified. Um, but anyway, so that's a really rational fear because I don't think anyone's ever died from a butterfly attack. I mean, I don't know. Ma- Mothra, you know, took over a city. That's a dumb joke, sorry. Um, anyway, so so how, how can we kind of overcome these and how can we live a life of, of love and, and hope instead of paralyzing fear that I, <laughs> that I currently deal with? Um, number one, avoid avoidance. The only way to deal with fear is to face it. Um, I've talked about this too when I'm trying to deal with like a addiction um, that I've had like with fast food or something. Uh, fast. I've talked to my wife loves sugar. I've talked to her about this too. I told her on a day that you're feeling really powerful and you're feeling like you can over you can resist temptation. Walk down the can uh, the candy aisle at Walmart because you're gonna walk through that knowing that you can defeat it. You're going to feel victorious and you're going to feel uh, empowered. And so like if you struggle with alcohol and you're finding victories over your addiction and you want to continue that growth. Now, alcohol is a hard one because this is not one to mess with. Um, So only and only if you can um, know for a hundred percent that you're going to overcome it, walk down the wine aisle, you know, at Walmart, um, drive past a liquor store. I mean, this is probably really bad advice, uh, when it comes to alcoholism, cause I don't know much about it. So don't quote me on that. But the point I'm trying to get across is when you are finding victories and you're empowered, overcoming your fears, Look for ways that you can face them in a controlled environment where you can come out victorious and find a little victory. Like, maybe I go outside when it gets warmer and I try and let a butterfly land on my hand and not kill it because I don't want to kill it because I love butterflies. I just, thinking about them crawling on me just, ugh, grosses me out. Anyway, so I hope that made sense. Um, Another one, promote positivity. We need to change our our way of thinking um, and not look from an inward perspective, but look to an outward perspective and think about other people's experiences and what they're going through. Like, you know, the saying goes that everyone's um, 
everyone has a battle that you know nothing about or everyone's facing a battle you know nothing about. Well, everyone also has an entire lifetime worth of experiences and good and bad things that happen to them that you know nothing about. Same way how nobody knows anything about you unless if, you know, they're really close to you and you tell them. But we need to quit being such a selfish people. And, and you know, and, and, I'm, and I'm being bold about that because I, I hate that. Like, like here's, here, here's, here's, here's a good example. Next time someone's telling you a story, resist the urge to tell them the story that you're thinking of about yourself as they're telling you the story about them. Like when someone's telling you a story about them, you're automatically thinking of like, oh yeah, this is what I'm going to say next. So you're not even listening to them. You may be listening, you may be listening, but you're also thinking like, oh yeah, that's crazy. That happened to me once. Now I'm going to tell you my point of it. No, just listen. Uh, third, get support. We talked about that. Uh, four, go for a walk. You know, if you're a photographer, go take pictures of trees or animals or, you know, get out in nature. Um, and the last point, practice self-compassion. You know, give yourself a break. Quit being so hard on yourself. Like you are a beautiful person who deserves everything and you are working extremely hard you're doing a great job you're doing everything you can just give yourself a break give yourself a pat on the back you know eat a bowl of ice cream and relax life doesn't have to be so hard all the time Again, uh, with the getting out and walking in nature, you know, maybe pick up an exercise routine, you know, maybe go for a run, you know, the, it's, it's March uh, 6th right now, get outside, it's going to start warming up here pretty soon, get outside, today I went uh, fishing on the Boise River and it was nice until I got out of my car and it was like 48 degrees and raining, but I still went fishing and I was drenched afterwards, um, but yeah, like I, I joined a, um, a bodybuilding transformation challenge that's been going on, uh, just to help myself, you know, really take advantage of, or not to take advantage, but really take control of my health and my, and my, my weight. And cause you know, I'm a bigger boy. Um, but by the way, if you want to follow that journey, you can go, uh, YouTube Demi Dad Fitness, you'll find it there. I think I've got a couple of videos. I'm going to be releasing some more on there. Um, but yeah, get get out. Give yourself a break. Love yourself. Realize you're doing the best you can, and that is good enough. And, you know, sweat every once in a while. Go for a walk. Take a breath. Don't let life cripple you because it's it will cripple you if you are constantly thinking about your student loans you're gonna constantly be thinking about your student loans and that's and that's what it is you you have to give yourself a break so we're gonna we're gonna close it up we're at the 23 minute mark um i love you guys get out there go do something kind for somebody stay well stay healthy have a good week